Lately on Clubhouse, I keep finding myself in these rooms where we end up talking about imposter syndrome and how it keeps us stuck. So on today's show, we're talking about how imposter syndrome keeps heart-centered entrepreneurs stuck and out of action, not making the money that they are called to make, not doing the things that they are called to do, and so much more. I can't wait to dive into this conversation with you. Let's hop into it. You're listening to the Rock Your Purpose podcast, home of the Live Awake Collective. This is a place to find inspiration and life-changing tools to awaken your authentic self and activate your purpose. I'm your host, Emily Perry, an inspirational speaker and international teacher, and I'm here to take you behind the scenes in creating your own purpose revolution. So get ready to rock your purpose, lead your community, and manifest your vision for your life. Welcome to the journey. Let's dive in. Before we hop into the show, I wanted you to save your seat for my free online masterclass, How I Generate 10K Months in My Heart-Centered Business Through Energetic Principles and Soul-Aligned Strategies Without Burnout and Without Overwhelm. And for sure, we'll be talking about imposter syndrome in this masterclass. So you can save your seat at emilyperry.com masterclass. And if you don't see a time for you there, there will be a waitlist link for you. So these will be ongoing and I can't wait to share with you my secret, my secret sauce, the way I generate 10K months in my heart-centered business using these aligned principles, um, the energy work, right? The, the strategies and the energy. Right? So we'll be talking about all of it in the masterclass. Can't wait to be there with you, emilyperry.com slash masterclass. And if you could do me a favor, it helps this show be found by all the people. If you leave us a rating and a review over an Apple podcast, all you have to do is search for Rock Your Purpose, tap on our icon, leave us a rating and a review. And again, it helps push this show up to the top of the feed so that people can find it. And I really wanna get this message out to as many people as possible. And you're part of our family. You're part of our Rock Your Purpose crew. So go ahead, head over there and leave us a rating and a review. So I'm so excited to dive into this conversation with you today. I was looking through the archives of the show and I realized I didn't ever directly do an episode on imposter syndrome. And I know I've talked about it before. I know I have talked about it in my Facebook groups, but I wanted to do an episode all about it here today because it seems like it's been coming up so often in conversations. And this is one of the ways in which heart-centered entrepreneurs keep ourselves stuck. So let's hop into it. So what is imposter syndrome anyway? Imposter syndrome is this state of of being where we feel like we are an imposter. We feel like we shouldn't be where we are. We feel like we shouldn't be doing the thing that we're doing. We feel like we shouldn't be in this room with these people, that we are less than them, that we don't know as much as them, that we aren't as capable as them, et cetera, et cetera. And sometimes people approach this idea of imposter syndrome from a place of comparison. Like we can't compare our insides and our experience and what we do in the world with somebody else's, right? And 
that I feel like is a very surface level approach to imposter syndrome. There's a lot of deeper threats to it. And so I wanted to really dive into what imposter syndrome is and how it shows up in your work and in your soul business, (laughs) how it's keeping you stuck, and then ways to work with it. So if you are a heart-centered entrepreneur, if you have digital courses, if you have online programs, if you have masterminds, if you are increasing your visibility in any way online, right? This is for you. This episode is probably going to resonate quite a bit for you. And here's what I want you to do. If you feel like it's really resonating with you, I want you to take a screenshot of you listening to this episode and tag five friends in your Instagram stories that you feel like need to hear this because it's going to be one of those episodes that you might have to listen to again and again as this reminder that you are doing the thing you're meant to be doing. And I bet you, you've got some friends that need that support too. So don't forget to take a screenshot and tag them and tag me too at emilyperry.co and at Rock Your Purpose. And I wanna see it (laughs) so I can support you. So imposter syndrome, this feeling that we are not where we should be, that we are way out of our league, so to speak. It's something that we all experience and it happens as you start to do the work in your soul business, right? It means that you're actually doing the thing. It's actually a sign that you are growing and you are expanding and you are up leveling. This is often something that comes up with my clients and with people in my masterminds when they're taking a big leap in their work when they're really up leveling and scaling like especially if you scale fast (laughs) you might find yourself in these moments where you're like oh my gosh they're gonna find out i have no idea what i'm doing (laughs) and the good news is is nobody knows what they're doing (laughs) we actually all learn along the way and there are some things that happen as you take more of these steps and as you do the thing that you do more and more, you get to lean into your confidence. And we're going to talk about that in a moment. But I just wanted to say that we all go through this and nobody in the beginning knows what they're doing, right? So this is a path of learning. It's a path of growth. It's a path of expansion. And that's why entrepreneurship, especially heart-centered entrepreneurship, is a personal development journey. You're going to learn so much about yourself and what you're capable of and what you really do know, right? So um, I'm so excited to hop into some ways to, to work with imposter syndrome. But I want to talk to you first about this idea of of getting triggered in your imposter syndrome, right? So how we get triggered and how this gets triggered within us. So there's usually for me, I see two ways imposter syndrome gets triggered within us. The first way is when we are doing something new or we're, we're taking new action or we're stepping into a new role or we're doing something that's beyond our comfort zone. So when we step out of our comfort zone, (laughs) we're doing that new thing. Often imposter syndrome can get triggered. And then the other way, and this is a way I've been seeing a lot frequently, is when we increase our visibility. So if you are a digital course creator, if you are an online entrepreneur, (laughs) if you are doing this work and you are increasing your visibility, 
often imposter syndrome gets activated within us, right? We feel activated. We feel edgy. It feels, it feels sweaty. And there's this storyline that can upwell within us that we don't know what we're doing, that people will find us out, that, oh, I'm going to stay here in this safe range of what I know, I know, I know. <laughs> and I'll let someone else take care of that other stuff, or I'll wait until I know more before I do that thing. And here's the thing. <laughs> it's actually in the act of doing that we know more. So we're never going to be able to step into that next role. We're never going to be able to um, take on that new client. We're never going to be able to launch that new program if we're waiting to feel massively confident about being in that position. So this is a way that you're staying stuck, right? Imposter syndrome keeps us stuck because it keeps us from taking action. It keeps us from actually doing the things that we want to do. So I can't tell you how many times I've had conversations with coaching clients where they're like, oh, I'm just not ready. I'm just not, I just don't know enough. I just want to do another training. I just want to get another certificate. I want to da, 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 da. They want them to get more knowledge, more, more certificates, <laughs> more acronyms <laughs> behind their name before they do something that they have massive experience in, that they have worked with for years and years and years. And that's imposter syndrome speaking, right? When we do our work as heart-based entrepreneurs, we are working from a place of knowing, right? We are teaching, we're sharing, we're training people, we're coaching people, we're mentoring people, we're supporting people from a place of our experience, from our place of knowing. And it's really important for us to remember that, to lean back into our experience and knowing what we know and use that as a foundation to take some steps forward that are going to feel uncomfortable. It's going to feel awkward. <laughs> it might feel edgy. You might make mistakes. But that's actually the part where you learn all the things, number one, and it becomes your new comfort zone, number two, through action taking. So it's only through the doing that something becomes comfortable. This is why people practice. This is why artists, why musicians, why dancers, this is why you practice over and over and over. You rehearse, you rehearse, you rehearse, you rehearse. So something becomes second nature. So when it comes time to showing up and doing it on stage, it's like, oh yeah, I know this. So that's why we take lots of clients. That's why we, we practice. That's why we show up time and time again. Because that's where the real wisdom is, right? The knowing. And as you do this, as you take more action, you get to lean into your knowing so that what happens over time is as you up-level and as you scale and as you continue to be in these moments of, you know, um, out of your comfort zone moments, they're still uncomfortable and they still feel edgy and you still might have those storylines of imposter syndrome rising up within you. But what gets to happen is you say to yourself, okay, I know this. Like, I know my material. I know what I'm doing. I've been doing this for a really long time. This, this information here I'm sharing, maybe I'm in a platform that feels awkward or it's a new way of being visible, but I know what I'm doing. And you can say that to yourself because you've time and time again showed up. <laughs> you've worked through imposter syndrome time and time again. Right? And so this is just a reminder for you to remember that you know what you know 
and to trust what you know. <laughs> and the doing is actually going to build that trust in what you know. So you'll be able to lean back into, into that trust. We develop faith and trust in our abilities, in taking action, in seeing the evidence, in teaching and sharing from our embodied knowledge. Okay, so I just want you to remember that. <laughs> I just want you to remember that. There's this quote from Marianne Williamson that I always think of um, whenever I talk about imposter syndrome. It's from her book, Return to Love. And I'll put this in the show notes too for you so you have it. And I'm sure you know this. You probably heard it so many times, but I want to just remind you one more time. Okay, here's a quote. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? So who are you not to be, right? This is when it's all about remembrance, like remembering your essence, remembering who you are. And this is where the energetics really comes into play. The, the reason why I teach energetic practices, the reason why I teach you know, breath work and meditation and, and journaling and embodiment practices is so that we remember who we are. <laughs> so that we remember that who are we not to be following our purpose? Who are we not to be sharing our gifts, right? Our, our, the planet needs our gift, right? The planet needs your gift. So there's this um, story from the, the Indian tradition called the Ramayana. There's, there's a few versions of it. But the Ramayana is a story of Sita and Ram and um, Hanuman, who is the, the king of the monkeys, <laughs> right? Lord of the monkeys. And Hanuman, his story is actually a story of remembrance. So when he's a baby monkey, I'm going to totally make this really long story short. When he was a baby monkey, he tried to eat the sun. And, you know, Surya, the sun, um, kind of freaks out. And so, you know, he gets slammed back to earth. And Hanuman dies instantly. His jaw is broken. And so one of the names, one of the translations of Hanuman, I hear, is a broken jaw. And Vayu is his father, the wind life force, energy, air, and Vayu freaks out, grabs Hanuman, and swoops him up into a cave. And it's like taking this great inhale, right? Because he takes prana and life force with him. And so all the gods and goddesses have to get together and be like, they're like looking at their watches, and they're like, okay, we've got two minutes to figure out what to do because Vayu just took Hanuman back into the cave, and everything's going to start dying if we don't figure this out. And so they all have a talk, and they decide that, okay, Hanuman can live, but he can't remember that he's part God, right? Because his father is, is wind, right? This deity. So Hanuman grows up, lives his life, not remembering who he is, not remembering his true nature. 
until <laughs> he meets Rom. So he meets Rom on this journey and he recognizes Rom as this divine presence. And in, it's in that mirroring that Rom does for Hanuman that he recognizes that he unlocks his potential and he unlocks his gifts. He unlocks what they call his cities, right? His eight cities. It's in the meeting. It's in the meeting of his dharma. It's in the meeting of his purpose because his purpose is to serve Ram. So it's in the meeting of our purpose that we unlock our gifts. It's in the taking action on our purpose that we unlock our gifts. And so if we're not really um, taking action on our purpose, if we're staying stuck in the small stuff, we're, we're staying in our zone of comfort. We're staying in our, you know, our zone of um, excellence or uh, competence, but we're not in our zone of genius. We're not in our, our gift. The last thing I'll say about Hanuman in that story is there's this moment <laughs> in this one version where Hanuman is standing on the edge of India He's looking out towards Lanka, where Sita is, and he his duty is to rescue Sita. And he's looking out over to to Lanka, and he's just like, ah, how am I going to do it? How am I going to get there from here? And all the animal kingdom comes, and they surround him, and they remind him. They tell him his story so that he remembers who he is. And they say to him, don't you know who you are, Hanuman? Don't you know? Don't you remember? <laughs> He's like, no, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> and so they, they sit there and they tell him. They re remind him of his gifts. They remind him of who he is. They remind him of why he's here. And so this is why your why, this is why your purpose, this is why your deep connection to your why is going to be so essential. Because it's in these moments when we feel triggered and when we feel activated around imposter syndrome that we're going to have to lean back into our why, we're going to have to lean back into our purpose and remember, this is why I'm here. I might be sweaty. <laughs> I might break out in hives. I might embarrass myself, but it doesn't matter because this is why I'm here. This is the work. This is my mission. <laughs> this is my vision. So at the end of the day, imposter syndrome, it has its roots in vulnerability. When we get more visible in our work, it triggers some of our subconscious patterns and some of those those patterns that we might not have looked at. So it can trigger, you know, feelings of trauma. It can feel trigger feelings of imposter syndrome. It can fe trigger feelings of not enoughness. And so this is an, an opportunity for us to lean into ourselves and into re realize that there's this underground fear that we need to look at, right? And start to train our energy. So starting to do some breath work practices or meditation practices or, you know, really up your energetic... <laughs> mastery, so to speak. Be in your body. Fill yourself with yourself, right? Really starting to own your own energy and do that work because that's going to be what carries you and allows you to stay present in these moments of uncomfortability. So this is why I'm so passionate about like the energetic principles, about, um, you know, really grounding your energy in being fully embodied. 
And then the next step to this would be to, you know, do a reframe. <laughs> you're in that moment, you're feeling activated. Who am I not to do this work? Who am I not to be here in this moment? Like, who am I not to share what I know? And at the end of the day, if it's like one person that you help, <laughs> right? It's worth it. And third thing we can do here in terms of working with imposter syndrome is to take action, to lean into what you know, to just take one step at a time and to let the action help develop the trust. Because imposter syndrome, if we allow it to, it will keep us stuck. It will keep us from taking action. It will keep us from doing things. Like, here's the thing. I don't know if this has happened to you, but have you ever seen somebody doing something and you're like, oh, like, I want to be doing that. Oh, oh well, they, they, they get to do that because they're special or they have some special gift or they have some special confidence or they have some special knowing or something. And they don't. <laughs> they just decided that they were going to do it. <laughs> That's all it is. They decided that even if they had imposter syndrome, they're going to take action anyway. Imposter syndrome can keep us small. It can keep us in this place where we're dimming our light. And so if you have these feelings of, you know, people don't get me or people don't understand me or people don't really see me or they're not really seeing Ah, what I'm capable of, or they're not really understanding what I'm offering. Starting to look at imposter syndrome to see if that's in play. Because often <laughs> when those feelings are rising up within us, there is this call to, to play bigger. And we're not playing bigger because either imposter syndrome is being triggered or, you know, being more visible is triggering us, <laughs> right? And we feel like if we reveal too much of who we are, then people will know that we don't know what we don't know. <laughs> and allowing ourselves, you know, some, some sweetness and some kindness around this, but also knowing, like, everybody goes through this. <laughs> Moments of visibility and vulnerability are going to make me feel activated and edgy and sweaty. And a reframe you can use around this is like instead of it being fear that's getting triggered or the fear of being found out, what, is it, what if it's excitement? What if at the heart of it you were just really excited and you, were so, you care so deeply about what you're doing that that's part of that sense of exposure and that sense of vulnerability, right? Because it's, it's heart-centered work. So if your work really does feel close to the heart, like I know yours probably does, when you share it with the world, it's going to feel like putting your heart out there, right? And so it's going to be natural for you to have these moments of feeling activated. It's going to be natural for you to have these moments of feeling exposed. But in, what I'm asking you to do is to lean into what you know, lean into your energy. So do the practices that are going to help build up your energy. This is why I like to do, you know, like Ego Eradicator from the Kundalini tradition, like really build the energy, clear the energy, stand firm in your energy, own your energy, you know, really build the nervous system capacity for big energy. 
And that's going to support you massively (laughs) on this journey. And then don't forget to to just take one step forward (laughs) and be in community. I mean, we have the Rock Your Purpose group. You can go to emilyperry.com slash group, lean into that community. We have an upcoming masterclass. There'll be people there for you. You can go to emilyperry.com slash masterclass, lean into that community. And then we have a mastermind that will be coming up and a couple courses coming up. So I'll tell you more about those. Those are great places to lean in. And this is why entrepreneurs do masterminds. This is why entrepreneurs um, have coaches is because these are the moments where we need to lean into support. These are the moments when you call, you, you send me a message, like you message your, your coach, you show up for those calls and you say, Hey, this is how I'm getting triggered. Does this ever happen to you guys? And everyone's like, yes, 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 yes. We've so been there. <laughs> this is why as heart-centered leaders, having a team that's got your back is so essential. And so if you don't have a team that has your back, just send me a note, emilyperry.com. You can just head over there and um, go to the About Me page. I think it's emilyperry.com slash bio. Send me a message. We'll, We'll support you on the journey. All right, so that was your pep talk. (laughs) Imposter syndrome, it can keep you stuck, but it doesn't have to, right? And allowing ourselves to move through it, do those practices, use those tools. And of course, don't forget, we will be talking about this a little bit in the masterclass too. So head over to emilyperry.com slash masterclass where I'm talking about how I create 10K months in my soul business without overwhelm, without burnout, using energetic principles like we're talking about today, using mindset shifts like we're talking about today, right? And then also using purpose aligned strategy. So those are kind of the prongs of, of what I do and um, how I make shifts in my own work and how I help and support my clients in doing the same so we can all up level, so we can all like step into that future self that we're calling in. So it's a really exciting space. I hope to see you over in the masterclass. There's a couple of times that you can choose from. And if there's not a time up there for you, there should be a waitlist link so you can get on the waitlist for the next um, next time we do it. So I can't wait to talk to you really soon and be here with you on the pod. (laughs) And until next time, you guys take care, be well, keep rocking your purpose, and I'll talk to you soon.